Hey guys, we're back. Another episode. Got Greg sitting here next to me as always. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everything going with everybody? Hope you guys are having a uh, good week so far. Welcome to the weekend. Well, Greg, how you doing? You doing all right? You know what? Can't complain. I'm hanging in there. Work is going all right. Just making that money. Trying to save up and uh, you know enjoy life at the same time. You know, trying to still get used to that work-life balance. You know, still relatively new to this new job. So, um, yeah, I'm just making everything work. I'm watching that that number rise in my bank account, so to speak. So, feeling good about that. How about yourself? Doing all right. Doing all right. Progressing in work. Um, progressing in my hobbies. Life's going good. Can't complain. So, I guess we'll just jump right into it today. Um, Greg, what is it now? Well, we both just said we're not complaining about anything in life. Life's going good, but it wouldn't be so good if we had a World War III, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, because I don't think that'd be good for anybody. I think we'd all hate to be in another world war, especially if it was actually a world war. We're talking like most of the countries in the world are you know, involved in some sort of conflict, so we're going to be talking about that today. Um, this more focuses on like our apocalypse series. It kind of delves into that because you know those two episodes for us were honestly a lot of fun, and we thought we'd just continue that discussion. So we're going to focus on a certain scenario. Um, I think for this one, we're going to do is keep it somewhat general, but it's just you know we're going to imagine that there is some sort of world war going on, third world war, and that pretty much every country is wrapped up in this conflict, and then we're going to talk about what happens during that, what happens after then. I think it'd be just a fun topic to explore. Actually, well, this is Wyatt's idea, so we both think it'd be a fun topic to explore, and just give us a, again a little more uh, creative freedom or creativity, whatever you want to call it. Um, and we can just figure out what are we going to do? Cause we don't know. We don't know any of these scenarios. The, like, you know, the two episodes that we've done before, we're making up stuff as we go. So it's another thing to just kind of test us, I guess, candidly on the spot yeah. and, and see just what kind of reactions we come up with. What would we do during a world war three? Cause I have no idea what I do during world war three, but I guess we can think about it now. I guess we'll find out. Before, um, before we get into it, I, um, I had a little. I got a little something for Greg and I to enjoy while we're while we're doing this uh, episode. We, um, um, I had gone to the um, one of the stores on uh, the outlets over in um, near Town Lake, or I guess just be the what, what do they call that exit? Ritual. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. Woodstock, Georgia, over here yeah. for those of you guys who but, are um, out they of have town. Their, um, <clears throat> they have their Rocket Fizz store over there, and I uh, just got something fun. It actually gave me the idea, to, like you know, like we've already done the uh, we've already done two. Um, apocalypse episode so this will be the third one but i you know, just kind of like got the idea from the bottle but uh, i'm gonna go get that now and we'll uh, this is a this is the first time see for greg right? hasn't seen the oh, uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, it's, a, it's gonna be good so i'm just uh we got the fridge right here too which is good so you know yeah we don't have an office yeah I mean, we don't have like a what do they call it a, a studio no studio that would be kind of cool though not gonna lie <clears throat> so before i show you this before I show you this, um, so yeah, we'll be talking about um, just uh, like Greg was saying, just um, if what what would happen if um, because I, they, I think everybody always says um, not everybody I think I think I, I it's more it's not really a it's it's a theory I guess it's not really a um, what do you call it a, a conspiracy it's more just a theory. Because we've had, you know, the other world wars we were in, you know, we were in, Ger there, there was fighting in Germany, there was fighting, you know, there's fighting all over. We actually haven't 
ever had a world war on U.S. soil. So I think everybody, it's just been an ongoing theory that if there is ever, or even maybe not a world war, but just a war big enough to where, you know, at least a couple countries are involved or a few different countries are involved, that it would happen mainly on, on the U.S. soil. Um, whether that's true or not, we'll never know, I guess, until it happens, if, if, and, if and when it ever happens. But, um, yeah, so this is going to be the big, this is going to be the big reveal. <laughs> so this, this is called, this drink is called Doomsday Lemonade. And the <laughs> oh my god, no freaking way. I can't even believe they actually have that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you would think a store like that wouldn't even have that. Alright, so obviously you guys can't see what it is. It's, 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 it's your boy. It's your boy, Kim Jong-un, a.k.a. Rocket Man. He's got a little, hello, my name is Rocket Man sticker on him. He's like smiling, taste the apocalypse, like a thing blowing up in the background. His teeth are like weirdly yellow too it's like it looks like he has like two gray it's like two, yeah it's like, like gray. gray look at that oh, this, i wonder if that, oh, that's weird that's hysterical that's actually weird i don't even get i would think they wouldn't even sell anything like that that's actually hysterical that's funny as hell what is this but i gotta say this but is buy buy actually that's that's hysterical they actually make it rocket that's that okay that's yeah that's that's great man that's that's pretty funny i like that I see. I was. I was thinking about you know not That's drinking them, but I guess we could. Always, I could always just go. Oh down no! There I'll, have to, I'll have to hit that place up too. I, actually, I never. I don't think I've ever been in there actually. So it is carbonated. I was wondering because it says lemonade if it was going to be carbonated or not. Lemonade. Check it out. Check it out. It smells good. It smells like lemonade. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I wonder. That's actually really good. I'm sure as I have. I get diabetes. It's literally just pure cane sugar, acid, and a bunch of yellow five. But then it's, see, it says carbonated natural artisan spring water. It says artisan. Oh, okay. So well, there's no preservatives in it, so I mean, it, it can't it can go bad. And it's it actual it sugar, sits. which is cool, because a lot of a lot of sodas don't have they have like a yeah, but, syrup. yeah, because all of their uh, all of their there's it's a soda pop and candy shop. All of their all the stuff that they make is uh, all natural. It's like cool. uh, handcrafted sodas. Right there. Some so, let me get a because I don't want the moisture. Oh, coasters. Coasters. Coaster, yeah. Coaster, yeah. yeah, everybody. Whoever, uh, all of our, all of our listeners, if you reside, well, I'm sure there's probably more than one stores all over the place. The stores is just if, if no one's ever heard of it, it's called Rocket Fizz. I'm sure they got stores. All over the U.S., it seems like a big thing on, on bigger thing on the East Coast. But who knows? This may be big enough to where there's West Coast, maybe too. I don't know. Let us know. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever even heard of that store. So, anyways, we'll get right into it, guys. So, what would you think, Gregory? If well, I mean, like going along with that theory that I was talking about, everyone believes that there is another war. It's going to be on U.S. soil. Do you agree with that, or do you kind of? disagree or is it is it more of a I guess a circumstantial thing like you know who who who's involved I guess maybe might might make a big difference I'm gonna say I disagree and especially if we're talking you know current times I don't know about you know however long in the future but as of current times I'm talking like you know probably even this whole century I would say no um, one of the big reasons you have to think is our military we are one of the biggest military I actually don't think we're the biggest I believe I don't want to say, but I think I don't, I don't know which military would be, but I'm pretty sure one of those other bigger countries is going to have a bigger military. I'm thinking China, but anyway, we do have a big military. They're very powerful. We do have a, a lot of weapons in our arsenal. 
Um, of course, we're talking like our Navy, you know, with their battleships and uh, aircraft carriers, all that stuff. Um, they, our Air Force, our Army, our Navy and Marines, I think they all have aircraft. Well, I guess Marines technically Department of the Navy, but they all have aircraft. So we do have a lot of aircraft. Uh, we have a lot of soldiers, airmen, Marines, um, Navy, seamen, right? I think that's what they are. Um, we have reserves as well. Right? We can always enact a draft, which personally I'm against, but you know, if we need that, hey, we need that. So we have a lot of people that are in the military. Again, we'll count the reserves. I did forget National Guard and Air National Guard. Um, and then, of course, we have a lot of able-bodied people that are able to fight. Yeah. Not only that, you know what? Um, see, I, don't, I never knew if this was real or not. I have to look it up again. But there was supposed to be that quote by, a, I think it was like a, a Japanese admiral or something like that. Or something, he, you know, behind their blade of grass is a you know, guy with a rifle. So, you know, it's something along the lines of that quote. But that's referring to the U.S. during World War II. Whether that quote is real or not, actually, is it might be true. Because you think about it. We are one of the most lax countries on gun laws. There are barely any countries where people can legally carry a gun like we can do here. And, you know, especially owning a gun is very easy, which is good. So, yeah, forget the military. I mean, we have civilians. And, you know, we're, it's, it's kind of like that thing where a lot of people think, well, you know, everybody, you know, if you're a civilian, whatever, if you're just a normal person, you don't know how to use a gun. Well, yeah, look, for a lot of people, yeah, that's true. But there are plenty of people who get way more training than our police and our military could ever dream of. There's people who actually take it seriously and get training. They may have never been in a gunfight, but those people are ready to go. They're getting training, you know, just because they haven't served or anything doesn't mean they're not ready to go. So I will say that, too. You think about that, too. If we come, if, if somebody comes and invades our homeland, well, not just military, not just, you know, police. I'm talking, like, SWAT units and all that. But any, any person who has a gun, they'll get out there. We'll go ahead and do what we got to do. That's a lot of people. So that's that's why. I mean, you talk, you're talking our military, our police, and then just ordinary citizens who vastly outnumber military and police. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, we have nuclear weapons in different parts of the world, too. Um, of course, we have allies as well. You have to think about all the allies that we have as long as uh, we maintain your relations with them. I don't think it'll happen on U.S. soil. But what about you going on that? I think... What I was saying about it being situational, I definitely think that it would just depend on the circumstance, who's involved, um, you know, why, I think it's a big part of it would be, or a, a big, I guess like a big uh, reason why it would happen would have to probably be like if it was started internally or if there was like a, like an internal issue where, you know, like whatever branch, you know, kind of had, was kind of corrupted um, or compromised or however you want to word it, um, whether or not they, uh, you know, some people might know ins and outs of where they were, you know, where they could have other countries come in where maybe there's blind spots, you know, and, and you know, they're obviously we're, you know, we have well-protected waters, we have well-protected air, <clears throat> airspace. Um, but you know, you know, you know, with any, with any, there's no such thing as a perfect, uh, I can't think of the phrase, um, like a, a perfect weapon or a perfect, you know, I mean, like there's no, like there's going to be, there's going to be, you know, holes in people's defenses. And, uh, I think that maybe if the, if the, you know, cards were played right, you never know. I mean, they, they, you know, maybe a small amount, but all it takes is a small amount to kind of bring down a, um, bring down a government. And I think that if the government fell, I think that, you know, if there's nobody to lead the, um, uh, if there's no one to lead the armies, you know, who's to say that, you know, like, but also like, if it was nuclear, if it was a nuclear war, and they, they, you know, they, they took, they took out whatever country you know, was was having, we were having issues with. If they took out 
the right places, it'd be easy to just, you know, put lots of boots on the ground. Our boots or whatever, I guess, whatever countries wear. I mean, in the U.S., we go with the, we go with the boots, we wear the boots. But, you know, that's, that's how I kind of feel on it. I think just, uh, yeah, like it's just circumstantial. I mean, it just depends. But um, if, if they did, let's say, let's say they did. What would be your first move? Now, let's say, no, we'll, we'll, yeah, let's say, like, if they did, if they were able to get, you know, whoever it was, doesn't really matter. Let's say they got on, you know, they got good 50,000 troops spread out, you know, in the U.S. Would you fight voluntarily? Would you just kind of protect the homestead? You know, like, if it was if it was that bad to where, you know, there was, like, martial law and, like, people had to, like, you know, they told you, to, like, you can't go outside, like... You know, like, you know, we'll, we'll try, we'll, you know, we'll try our best. We'll set up camps, you know, you know, we try to, we'll evacuate people. Because um, I think that's, that's pretty much what they did. And, um, and a lot of, they, they, the countries did that where they could. I know there's a lot of times where they couldn't, or, you know, people didn't want to leave. They didn't want to, they was like, this is my home. This is where I'm staying. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die here. Um, kind of situation, you know, what would you do if, if they were like, we're going to be evacuating people, but. If you want to stay, if you want to, you know, you can, if you're able-bodied and you can hold, and you know, you're of age and you can hold a gun, would you agree? Would you have thoughts, second thoughts? Would you have to think about it? Or would you just be like, hell yes, give me a gun and I'll start shooting? Well, at that point, if we're having a, you know, world war that's on our soil, um, I don't know where, I don't know where they'd be evacuating to, but I wouldn't listen to anything like that. I mean, that's just bull crap. You know, at that point, you know, if it's, to the point where we have fighting that's actively taking place throughout our country, um, especially if you want to throw martial law in there. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not buying any of that. You know, I mean, you know, at, at that point, you know, if there were martial law and we were involved in, in fighting on our soil, I couldn't really see the military worrying about people breaking that, you know, as far as I'm concerned, because they, they should be more concerned with fighting whoever's invading our country. But again, I mean, if, you know, if you do want to throw that in there, um, I don't think they'd really enforce that too much that might just be like a you know presidential thing whatnot but who's who's listened to that last time i checked we're america we're free and you know what if there's fighting happening here military or not i think a lot of people would jump in and, and help out with that personally you know I, I can talk all the talk i don't know if i can necessarily walk the walk not that i would try but i've never been in any sort of you know fight I mean, shoot i haven't been in a physical fight i'll be honest mm -hmm. so i don't know what i do but you know, I'd have to do what I have to do. You know, if it was near my house, and you know, I didn't have, we didn't have our military there. You know, there was nobody to help us in that specific area. I would do what I have to do. I mean, I you know, I have handguns. I don't have rifles at this point, but they're better than nothing. You know, I'd I'd have to hold my own. Um, yeah, again, in terms of evacuating, I don't really know where they'd be evacuating anybody to. But regardless, I'd want to stay in my own house. I'm not leaving my family, and I don't think they leave. And yeah, you know, we hold our own. I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of people, in my neighborhood. At least they own guns. A lot of people in, in the area that we both live in own guns. So I don't think they're going to take any martial law bullcrap. I think if anybody comes and invades over here, a lot of people are going to put up a fight and do something. It's better to just, you know, at least die with a chance than yeah. with not at all. Plus, you know, you think about it too, in really any area, we have an advantage. I mean, it doesn't matter what area of the country, you know, that, uh, that conflict is going on. Anybody who lives there is going to have that advantage over our invaders. So... There you go. I mean, it's gonna be like a red dawn kind of thing. Like, let's go. We're ready to go. I mean, you know, we're, we're loading up. We're we're locking down our houses, and you know, we're gonna fight whoever comes over there. I mean, you know, again, this is this is if our military isn't able to be spread around as much as they can be, if they're focused on different areas. And plus, you know what? If it if it is a you know World War Two, yeah, they could be 
you know, defending the country, like, you know, actually in the States, but they could also be overseas trying to fight overseas as well. So it depends. Our military could be spread pretty thin if they're dealing with multiple countries. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. I think I I agree with the whole martial law thing. I think any any kind of evacuation would be a joke because it's like, number one, if, if you're wanting to evacuate and not not fight because that's honestly I think I feel like like you said you know if the troops are spread thin obviously they don't have they don't have anybody I mean we definitely have numbers we definitely have the numbers I think even over most countries if not I wouldn't say every country but definitely we're up there with the amount of people that we have that are in service already um, but it's also like getting them back over here is a big thing I don't think that you know especially if it, if it depended on it'd be dependent on what country countries are involved that we have conflicts with at that time whether or not they'd be able to get them out to get over here so i think i think the big part of what we'd have to rely on is the national guard um maybe even the coast guard anybody that's technically in service on this soil right now anybody that's you know just or people that are just at basic um because obviously they have basic on on the u.s soil um and then um, like volunteers, you know, I think there definitely have to be a lot of volunteers. Um, they, do, I don't think that they don't think they do the draft. I think we have enough, and we'd have enough volunteers and enough numbers already that they wouldn't have to do that. Um, but yeah, any any kind of evacuating, because it's like, why would you want to go somewhere where they take away your guns? Because obviously they would, they wouldn't let you bring any 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 weapons. Um, they definitely I can't even see that happening, to be honest. Yeah, because that's a guaranteed right. You know, I mean. Yeah, technically, like, governors of states can order that, and the president can order that. Actually, there's some states where they outlawed that, where they outlawed them. You know, if it's during some sort of emergency, they can't take away your guns, which, to me, it's scary that they can in some states. That shouldn't be, because we have the right to that. But, yeah, I mean, if we have a war like that, you know, yeah, we might not be back in the 1700s, 1800s, but, you know, I mean, before modern times, I mean... Yeah, the people were the ones who were out there fighting. It wasn't like, oh, we have the U.S. Army, like we have the Marines, we have the Navy. That was the people. Like people owned warships and cannons back back in the day. Like it was private ownership. Like you could literally own a warship with cannons, and those were those are pretty big weapons back in the day. Like it was people. You know, nowadays we're so soft. If if anything happened like that, you probably have people just you know maybe even support some of those other countries. I don't know, maybe some stupid like that, but. It's, it's not that it's archaic or anything like that. It's just we're meant to defend our own country. You know, even our founding fathers didn't want standing armies. Like, ideally, we wouldn't even have a military. Like, we, it would just be the people defending this country. Like, we are the original homeland security. There shouldn't even be a homeland security. That, that's just a whole scam because now, you know, we're losing freedoms because of that. So that doesn't help us any during a war where, oh, yeah, here, martial law, we're going to take away our stuff now. It's like, no, we're the ones who are actually supposed to be doing this because we're not supposed to be lazy. It's a group effort. You know, that's what freedom's all about. You know, if we wanted true freedom, it'd just be the people doing the job of the government, like defending the country. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that mindset today. And I think that's the reason a lot of people wouldn't be prepared, which is what we can talk about next. How are we prepared for this? Uh, like, it might be the same thing as the apocalypse scenarios, but are you prepared for a World War III? Am I? Or <laughs> is there a stupid, It might be a stupid question. A well, what, well, what about you? Because we can talk about what we're going to do. Well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. If, I think the U.S. is prepared. I think so. I don't know much, you know, about our military stuff, you know, very specific. I think we're prepared, but I want to talk about what we're going to do because, you know, we're going to be involved in this. We're going to, you know, we can take it from the individual perspectives. Are you prepared for World War Three? If it were to happen right now, you know, again, you think about 
all of the other resources that you have at hand are military, National Guard, law enforcement, all these other agencies, whatever, your, your fellow Americans, are you personally prepared to navigate your way through World War III being fought on American soil? Yes or no, and why? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm no, with you. because uh, never been in a war, never fought, never actually had to, you know, shoot at other people that were shooting, also shooting back at me. Um, <clears throat> I think it would definitely be a, a, a kind of a, a shock at first, just kind of trying to digest what's going on in that moment. Um, but I think, I think it's safe to say that, um, I mean, the human body, you know, it's just, it's like any other animal or creature. You either adapt and overcome, or you try to, you do adapt and you fall short, or I don't know, it just, so yeah, I mean, no, no, to answer your question now again, I, I don't think that I prepared, but I think that I would be prepared to figure it out. Definitely. I wouldn't, I wouldn't just, I don't think I would run and hide. I'm not one to, to back away just because things get a little hard or difficult or crazy. I think, I think I'd, uh, you know, make sure my family was okay, just depending on like what was going on. I mean, obviously they probably have it on the news as, as long as they could, um, uh, what's going on, let people, let people know, or maybe they wouldn't, I don't know. I'd assume they would, but, uh, times are crazy. They keep a lot of stuff off the news and media, so who knows, but, um, I guess it would, you know, if it if it happened right here in our humble little town, I guess I'd probably just have to to, to prepare. I think I'd have to, you know, probably like skin out. I think it gets into whether or not we're totally like just blown out of the water, like from from the get go. Um, I think it depends on if we're just wiped out, like <laughs> wiped out for the most part, and we don't have the numbers. I think the, I think it would be a little bit of a different story. Um, just trying to navigate, like it'd be exactly like in a, like a zombie apocalypse. I mean, you know, you don't places are overrun, burnt down, or, or blown up, or just it's just a total wasteland. Um, I think if it was that, if it was in the, if I was in that situation, I'd probably just do the same thing that you know that I had to in a zombie apocalypse. I'd you know be safe. I'd uh, scout out some areas to try to hole up. Definitely wouldn't definitely wouldn't do it here. Um, probably try to move up north probably where there's a little bit more of a of a chance to probably try to bunker down and hide you know not that I'm saying like oh I'm gonna hide like but you know I mean that's probably the safest thing to do the smartest thing to do because you don't know how many numbers what kind of weapon what kind of weapons they have how big their arsenal is if whatever you know they got freaking tanks or if they were able to get you know big big uh, WMDs so but um, if we were in that kind of situation, what would you do, Greg? If we were like, you know, they totally blew us out of the water, National Guard couldn't do anything, and there was just chaos in the streets, you know, you couldn't, it was kind of like a, kind of like a favela. I mean, just people, you know, different, whoever, whatever country it was, setting up shop here, you know, taking over houses, taking over businesses, just kind of, okay. kind of so tearing the, tearing the country down. I was going to say, so you're, yeah, so you're turning around to where we're getting our asses handed to us. Because yeah. I was going to say, if it wasn't that situation, it'd be different. But if we're talking about that, okay. Well, well like I said, you don't know. We, we definitely have some big numbers. We have a few different branches in the military. But if they're already overseas, are they able to get here in time before that happens? Are they, you know, obviously it doesn't take that long to send a helicarrier or a, you know, a big, big jet or, you know, whatever plane, you know, have, have, you know, planes of planes and boats and troops coming over but 
you know, does this country who's invading or multiple countries, if they, because, you know, obviously we have allies, but we also have enemies that have allies that are also en- enemies of us that are, the, that are their allies. Do they set up, you know, on the perimeter of the, around the coast and, you know, they have the air locked down. Can they even get over here to help? Like, are we on our own? That kind of situation. That's what I'm kind of leaning towards. Like, what would you do if, if that did happen? You know, we were, we, we you know, we couldn't hold up. Um, so that'd be pretty scary first of all because I mean well I'll answer that too but to say my personal opinion I don't think we'd ever get to that even if we got to war I think we can hold our own but if we were in that situation I will say this I think it'd be a little bit different than well obviously it would be a lot different it'd be different than a zombie apocalypse um, you know obviously nothing supernatural but my whole other thing is you know in this situation you really want to work together um, because it's not like you know anybody's going to be infected or not it's not like that thing it's more yeah. like you're fighting against an army or different armies different countries who have come and literally they have just you know no, not just knocked on the door and came in after we answered it, they just ripped down that front door they breached the shit out of it how they're like right in our face and they're just you know killing and, and looting and burning all this all this stuff so i think it'd be a good time to team up i mean you get like everybody that you know together like you get whatever whether it's your you know, obviously you probably want your family hopefully you do with your family you want your family you want all your neighbors you want every single person that's around you to come together because it's going to be a team effort i mean like whether you'll have you know, i mean whether whether you'll have success or not who cares you fight because that's what you're gonna have to do if our military is overrun you know i don't know how police departments are fair little tiny peace shooters but you gotta you gotta team up because again, it's it's different parts of the country. Obviously, you know, arms are a big thing. You're talking like in, in heavily restricted states. You might not have a good chance unless you go and loot gun stores and all that. Loot police departments, loot armories. But you know, states in the south, we're 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 pretty armed. I mean, you know, we can make a, a little bit of a dent. Again, especially the population. You team up. Um, you make a game plan. Obviously, where you are, you know your area and your neighbors would hopefully too, as long as they've you know been there for a while. So, you know, your uh, points of entry, points of exit and all that good stuff, you know, where you can hide, you know, where you can find resources. Um, again, you know how to, to use your equipment, uh, you know exactly what you're working with. So uh, everybody has to work together and come up with some sort of plan to survive, whether you bunker down or whether you move, that's, that's up to, to you or, you know, whatever the group that you're, that you're running with. But I think that's important is teamwork. And I can't stress that enough because in this situation, it's, it's life or death. So you fight together or, you know, guess what? You're going to lose together. You know, this isn't the time to be selfish. It's going to be the time to actually help one another out. Um, so I think that's a big thing. I would try to do that. I would try to get every person that I know in my neighborhood together and try to get a game plan going. You know, whether we have to hold down the neighborhood or whether we have to, to move somewhere else, um, we, would, we would do that together because there's strength in numbers. And again, we have homeland advantage and whoever's invading this country doesn't know where the hell they're going unless they've done a whole lot of reconnaissance beforehand because we have a pretty big country that is another advantage we have a really big country it's not something like the uk where it's pretty small or like any other european country where it's small we have a lot of surface area to cover plus we have i mean hawaii is kind of small we do have hawaii we do have alaska we do have territory so if they're fighting the u.s it's going to be all over the damn place so they better know what they're doing so i think that's another thing that that will help us out so again i guess just to summarize for me is just try to find the a team and work together with that team worst case scenario if i'm on my own i'm on my own i'm taking my guns and i'm getting the hell out of there and i'm going somewhere almost like almost like one of the zombie apocalypses that we were talking about but that's pretty much what i'm doing but 
and you know I stress teamwork. Um, so I guess um, I guess we can kind of do this like the other ones too. We're going on that same track. So let's say we're taking your scenario where we're we're getting whooped in the behind, right? And you know it just started out, and we're not really sure what to do. Where would we be in like two months? You know, this let's say it just happens first day, whatever. Let's fast forward like two months, not not really six, because six is like kind of in there. Where would we be in like two months? What do you think is gonna happen? Like, where do you think you would be? Where do you like? What do you think your neighborhood would be like? Where where what's happening in two months? Two months if that happened, like worst case scenario, everything's yeah, just like you were talking war torn. Yeah. Like, yep. um, in two months, I'd like to be like I said, going up, trying to get up, pull up somewhere, um, try to bring as many people as I can because like you were saying, everybody we got to team up. You know, it's a, it's gonna be a group effort. Um, definitely don't want to try to go that alone. <laughs> Because um, that's not exactly, that's not anything like a zombie apocalypse where you might actually have a chance with a smaller group. You definitely want as many as you, as many as you can um, helping out. You know, trying to trying to get some kind of like you know defense system down around the around the perimeter of wherever you're at. Um, you know, you want to have you know you definitely want to have armed guards. You know, twenty four seven around the clock. You want everyone have a shift have a shift. You know, garden. You know, if it, whether it be a wall or maybe. You don't necessarily have like a, a, a wall you're not walled up but you definitely you know you have you set up a perimeter you know probably I, I think it, I think like a 10 mile perimeter five to ten mile perimeter around around the area um, surrounding it making sure that everyone's you know on guard at all times I think that would probably be the best bet to try to come back from something like that to try to try to get everything gone um, probably another another good thing you probably try to do is try to like reach out to other states, um, try to try to stay tuned in. I'm sure that there would be some kind of, um, you know, there would be some kind of radio system where they're, they're you know, they're at least trying to trying to piece together some kind of plan um, to, you know, take the country back. Um, but yeah, that's just, that that's, that's more, that's kind of just being hopeful for that to happen. But um, at the very least, in two months, I'd want to be, you know, I'd want to have some numbers. I'd want to, I'd want to be holed up somewhere. Um, definitely have some defense systems, you know, making sure everybody's on the same page. So yeah, that's where I'd want to be in two months. Well, th- you know, thinking about it, I'll probably have that same sort of mindset, you know, as I was talking about, you know, getting a group together and all that. I would hope that that plan turns out successful for everybody who does that, because again, strength in numbers. Um, but I'm probably with you. I mean, it, you know, if we're still in that situation in two months, um, if we're totally war torn, if we're really, you know, not looking good, if we have a chance to come back, I probably do the same thing in terms of like moving. I think by that time, you're probably gonna want to get the hell out of where you are. I mean, again, in, unless your area is safe, I mean, that, that you know, that is a whole other thing. I mean, for the suburbs, I think a lot, you know, it, well, actually, yeah, probably a lot of them would have a decent chance. Depends exactly how close you are to a big city but you know I, I feel like around here where we live I think I feel like we would do pretty good with the suburbs you get a little bit closer to Atlanta like no not as much because it's, it's again it's closer to that big city where there's gonna be a lot of chaos and especially where invading armies are looking to take over they're looking for those big cities but I feel like here it might be far enough where we have a pretty good chance um, but if it did come to even where we have to move out I'd probably just move up north like you said I'd like to stay in Georgia, though, I mean, because, I mean, I wouldn't really want to be too far from where I know, because at least I, you know, even, like, up in, in Jasper, I mean, I'm not, 
I'm not a hundred percent with that area, but like I can probably navigate there if I really had to. So somewhere like there would make more sense to again, um, an invading army is less likely to go there because it's way more spread out than where we live over here. So like, I think worst case would be just trying to move somewhere over there and still be far enough from a big city to where we'd have a good chance to survive. And again, like, like you were saying, I like your idea, you, uh, you take some sort of radius, however, however much it is, set up patrols, you set up fortifications, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. Um, you do what you have to do to survive. Um, plus, if you go to an area like that, like in, you know, if, uh, well, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Jasper, Georgia, but it's 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 fairly rural. Actually, it's pretty rural. You know, it's they're building up a little bit, but really not a whole lot. You have farms there and stuff like that. You have a lot of local people, so they probably have resources that you can use. They have food. You know, they probably raise animals and stuff like that for food. You know, they probably, um, I'm guessing they probably grow crops as well too so there's an abundance there should be an abundance of food if you know people are able to defend their farms which is good you always want that um, of course water water is very important too and then shelter you know you have the woods worst case scenario i mean but there are a lot of uh, people with cabins up there you know especially in uh, like lj blue ridge all that um shoot if we have to learn how to build cabins we'll learn how to build cabins we have to do whatever we have to do to survive so i think i'm with you move north and, and try to fortify um yeah i think I think suburbs. See, my 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 personal opinion about trying to stay and fight, or trying to trying to keep or or take back like suburb areas. I think is I think it's I personally think it's a bad idea. Just because, yeah, sure. If you're in a if you're in a, if you're and you're talking about rural like neighborhoods and like you know there's stores and everything like that. Sure, there's lots of places like if you get in a bad situation or you're trying to clear out somewhere, you know. You, you, if you have to, if you can't, like, you know, because retreating's never, never, it wouldn't be a bad move. If you have to do it, you have to do it. I no, think, like, you fun. know, live nobody to fight another to. day. No, yeah, nobody wants to, everyone, you know, but it's kind of like trying to let go of your ego, trying to let go of, you know, just, you know, the attitude that, uh, that, that, that I feel like it's a bad attitude to have. I think, like, retreat's never, like, a bad thing. If you have to do it, you know, live to fight another day. I think, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But let's say if you're in a, you're in a neighborhood, for example, <clears throat> sure there's lots of houses for you to like, you know, bust up into and you know try to hide and try to get away for, you know, hopefully hoping that they'll just give up and pass away, um, or pass by or go away. Um, but they also know like if, if if it's a smart enemy, they know that you're probably in one of those houses somewhere. They'll find you eventually. Whatever they have to do, with, you know, if they. Because if they, once you, see, if you get into that and you have to, you go try to, like, take shelter in a house, sure, you can stay there um, and hope, hope that they don't find the house, but um, if they do and they get kind of close, you know, and they see you trying to get away, like, they're going to see you get away. What I, why I think, like, like, a more wooded area is good is because everything looks the same, especially because you were saying earlier, it's like, a, it's a home, to, uh, home field advantage. We know the area. We may not know it at first because we've, you know, I've never gone up you know, more north, and, you know, obviously some some woods look all the same to everybody, but I feel like that's a good thing, because, like, if you're in a wooded area and you have to get away, everything looks the same. It's kind of like, you know, if you were out on, on sea, if you can get away out of view, I mean, you don't know where, which direction they went, where they went, everything, you know, like, so um, that's why I think, like, a wooded area is good. I don't think I'd want to, I, I guess, like, it would depend on the situation, how far gone this area was, but... Um, if it was bad off to where we have to move out, yeah, I definitely wouldn't try to, I wouldn't even attempt to like, be like, no, we can stay here. You know, this is a good area. Like, no, I don't, I, I just, I can't see being in a, 
uh, I guess that's I guess rural and suburbs aren't exactly the same, but I think it'd have to be really, really like backcountry rural to to be a good idea. You know, like farmland. I think a good like I think anything where there's too many buildings is not good because that's also cover for them to move in. Like there's too many stuff in the too too much stuff in the way for you to see them coming. I think if you're in the woods, you have a bit of a bit of a bigger, better view of incoming, you know, incoming danger. So that's how I feel about um, where the best uh, where the best chance lies, I guess. So. All right. Well, I guess um, we'll keep we'll keep the ball rolling a little bit, and we got got some time left, so we'll keep it going. So. It's been two months, right? We just talked about that. Well, let's fast forward even more. Let's six months. I was thinking maybe more like a year. You know, let's let's get in there. Let you know when we talked about how we're starting off. We talked about it a little bit after, but like let's get into like a year. What would happen after like a year? I mean, just you know, where do you think we'd be? I mean, I I think I'd hope to I'd hope that we'd be past it. Like in you know, we'd we'd, we'd have won by then and kind of pushed out the enemy. Um, at least for the most part, to where the rest of them just kind of try to get you know get away and just be like you know screw this we tried we're out of here peace. That's where I'd hope to be. Where I think we'd be, I think we I think we'd be there. I personally think that by and, and by a year, if we had any kind of chance, I think that after a year, I think we'd uh we'd we'd eventually have um, pushed out all of the all of the danger and all of the hostiles. That's where I think we'd be in a year. I definitely think that. If a year has passed and we have made it that far, that we'd already had won. You know, I think that if there was no hope and that this was just that this is just where the United States was just taken down, I think that would ha- I think you know you know that would have been done a long time ago, probably closer to like a four or five month mark, maybe even six months. I think if it's that kind of a long game, I honestly can't say it that I. That I can even think of what would what would happen if we were still fighting and trying to, you know, push out the enemy. I think after a year, I think it would just come down to just living, just going every day, like you know, taking it a day at a time. Obviously, just hoping that you know, who, you know. I think at that point. It's more, more or less. Obviously, you know, the United States. I feel like it, I think it'd be safe to say that the United States is just in a, it just isn't a thing anymore. At least at, at that point in time, I think it's just free territory at that point. You know, like you know, just back to the old West days. Like you know, there wasn't really a government at all. It was just every town had their had their law enforcement, and um, you just kind of you know you didn't you didn't navigate too far. You didn't navigate really anywhere I guess I mean you know you never because you don't know what you know at that point you don't know what's out there you don't know who's who's friendly you don't know if if, if some people have joined forces with the other countries they, they just gave up and laid down their weapons and joined them or you don't know so I think after a year I think it'd be safe to say that just sticking to where you're at in that time and you know doing what you have to do I mean if someone comes up on you and it's like trying to start stuff I mean or you know I think it would just come down to if there was communications still at that point, you know, whether whatever um, whatever military we had left was still still fighting for everybody, because um, I feel like at that after a year, I think the government's definitely it'd be definitely uh, be like 
yep, they're done. The government is no longer, you know, the government has fallen and there's, you know, there's those few that are in the military and, you know, they're still in the military and they're just trying to do what they can too. So what do you think after a year? What, what would you say would what? be? I think I think my opinion is a little bit different. I mean, again, this is just speculation on us, even though we're talking about. But I think the year it would be over. I think we'd be not necessarily back to normal, but I think the U.S. would still be a thing. There's no way that the U.S., the most uh, powerful, badass country in the world, is going away. You, you know, governments. I mean, just really anywhere, it's 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 government. They're they're always going to be here, whether they're cowering in a damn bunker, whether they're just you know sitting in Congress, just taking your rights away one by one, they're, they're always going to be there doing something. So I think the government's not going anywhere. Sure, I mean, you know, it could possibly shrink in numbers, but you don't know where the hell they're hiding now. I mean, you don't know what they're doing. I mean, they have, they have so many places they can they can go off to. I mean, you know, hell, I mean, we already have so many fortifications over here in terms of, like, military bases and all that. Yeah, they'll probably be fine. They'll, they'll be all good. They'll get back to bickering, like, within a year or two. You know, it'll be the same, the same old stuff. I think more of our issue is going to be is, like, rebuilding, um, so it really depends on like which cities are attacked, like really if any, if how successful they are. But you know, as if you were saying you're in in the type of scenario we're talking about where they've done some damage, it's probably just gonna be a lot of rebuilding, just big cities and all that. You know, I think a lot of the suburbs from are gonna be relatively safe from damage at least. You know, some people might be lost and all that, but I can't really see militaries moving in and just you know constantly like just blowing up all these different suburbs because there are plenty of. I mean, there's a lot of suburbs, so good luck doing that. But the big cities, I think, are going to have a lot of work to do, and especially the the suburbs directly surrounding them. I think that's going to be the main issue, just rebuilding all that. In terms of like the country getting itself back together, I think that'll happen. Might not happen overnight, but I think that's definitely going to happen. We're still going to have you know more fifty states and our territories and all that. Um, so I, I yeah I think we'll be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, people might not trust each other as much. You know, it depends on what happens. You know, it depends if uh, people work together or they just you know, become selfish and start only thinking about themselves. So that could be a little bit of an issue, but I honestly don't really see this country going away. I see us come back from it again, be a lot of repairing and you know, a lot of uh, picking up all the broken pieces and just figuring out what to do and getting back on our feet. But nah, I don't think we're going anywhere because it's the best damn country in the world. America, let's go. No, but actually, I, I well, really don't well, I I think, think that. I think that if um, all of that was said and done after a year, I feel like even if the government, like you were saying, like you know the just the few that were are left, if if there's if it's a small number or if it's a big number, if they want if they went off and hid, so that whenever it was all said and done, they could try to come back out and uh, you know like rebuild and everything like that. I think the government would have to take responsibility for that because I mean that that's pretty much. That should be their that's only what they're job. There for. Yeah, that's really their only job to protect the country. Yep, so I think that if, even if they weren't directly at fault, they still are at fault because that's their job is to that's protect what we hire them to do. the borders. Exactly. Yeah, that's what we hire them to do. That should be their only job. That's how it's supposed to be. Obviously, that's a whole other issue, but that is their job. So yeah, if they don't do that, yeah, we're definitely going to blame them. We're going to have somebody. You know, we're going to have something to talk about. You know, yeah. get a, get old whoever's in the White House to sit down, and we're going to. Well, I was going to say that I think that. They should just sit down and retire at that point. I feel like we should rebuild and have all new, all new leaders at yeah, that point. Because step I mean, back a little bit. We'll save a lot of money on taxes that way too. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll take that. Well, I think there should be some new leadership. I think that I don't think that I don't think that would even be argued. Well, after yeah, after a conflict like that, you probably would want to rethink something like that. Cause yeah, because if they let that happen, obviously they're not doing something right. So I don't feel like we should have some new. I feel like, I feel like it's hard to invade this country. That's why nobody's really done it. Because yeah. we have a lot of people that hate us, but nobody's ever had the. 
the balls to come over here except you had Japan and Pearl Harbor, but, you know, we handed their ass back down. to them. Oh, shut yeah. that down. Yeah, right oh, yeah. I don't think uh, we won't. I mean, you guys know what happens. You pick up a book, you read about it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we went over there. We did something to them. We might have, you know, uh, I dropped something. You know, if you pick it up, oh, never mind. It's all over the place. And then, you know, they're like, hey, you know, we'll keep going. We're like, oh, you know, we'll drop another thing, you know. And then we dropped that, and it's all good. And so, and that was, that was back in the 40s. Now we're talking about now. It's like, you know, almost 80 years after that, right? So technology's come far. Weapons have come far. So, yeah, I think we're pretty good. But That is 80 years. That's like 100. No, nah, well, 40s, 100, yeah. 80s. It's, I th- what was that? 40, oh, crap, 40 44, 45. It's going to kill me. But one of those, that's the year we dropped the bomb. So, yeah, it's been about 80 years, which is, I mean, that's crazy to think about. But, um, but I mean... I mean, I guess just to you know say before, at least what I, at least what I was saying before. I mean, you know, wanted to go along with your scenario because you brought it up, and obviously wanted to talk about the apocalypse, which you know that was a perfect example of an apocalypse, like you know a world war happening on our soil. But like personally, I can't ever see that happening. You know, even like honestly, I can't even see us getting invaded. To to really just be honest, I mean, you know, granted that's something that could happen. It's realistic. You know, there's nothing that's stopping anybody from doing that except us. But I can't really see any countries invading us, at least anytime soon, because we're just extremely powerful. I mean, we just have so many resources, too. Nobody's really tried it too much. I mean, you know, you think about when this country was first started, and, you know, even even before the U.S. was a thing, I mean, we had a ragtag army of really no one, and they fought against the biggest, most powerful navy in the world, and they won. And that's why... We're here today because, you know, literally people just got together. It was just ordinary people, and they said, well, we're going to kick this country's ass because we want freedom, because we want, you know, freedom of speech and, you know, religion. You know, we want, you know, we don't want taxation without representation. They got together, and they freaking put Britain in a damn hole, and then guess what? They taught them again in 1812, and they came back, and they were like, yeah, you know, we're out round two, buddy. So I can't see that happening. But if it were to happen, you know, you guys have our ideas now. That's what we think would happen um, if we're came to worst and you know we, we just happened to be in world war three and we were attacked and you know no one knew what was going on that's what we think would happen we don't know if it happened that's what we think i mean we have no idea hopefully it doesn't happen i don't want it to happen but you know if it happens then you know, listen to this podcast maybe we're right maybe we're right you know i don't know if this podcast would be a thing if it happened but maybe we're right maybe we'll find out i don't know you want to start world war three we'll find out <laughs> we'll just text biden yo it's on bro it's on, bro. I text him. I got his number. I'll be like, yo, what's on, man? Like, World War Three. Like, get everything ready. Nukes on deck. Like, let's go, buddy. But, nah, um, this is, a, you know, I think it was a good topic to talk about. I definitely like the, uh, the whole apocalypse series. Maybe we'll do a fourth. I don't know. It's fun. It is fun because we come off ideas just on the cuff. You know, it's good. So. Yeah, man. Well, thanks to everybody who's listening. Definitely hit that like. There is such a thing somewhere. There's gotta be some kind of the heart on Twitter. Yeah, heart, yeah, heart it on Twitter. Retweet yeah. it, yeah, repost it, share it, smash it. Do whatever you gotta do. Smash. Let people know. Let people know what we're talking about here. We want we want to grow our numbers, and that's that's a lot on you guys. You know, we can we can only do so much. We can only share it and try to get it out there as much as we can. But a big part of it is on you guys, whoever's listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Guys, we're just here to have fun and talk about anything we want to talk about. Like I said, um, this apocalypse series that we've been doing, we actually really like it. That's why we've done the third one. But, you know, in general, the podcast is just a lot of fun for, uh, fun for us. It's a way for us to talk about just whatever we want to talk about. You know, obviously, we have a couple of different episodes so far. This is our, this is our ninth? No, this will be... This is ten. Oh, this is ten. Mm-hmm. Crazy, we already have I think. 
or decade? What is? I don't, no, this I don't is know. no. You're right. This is the night. It is the night. That's what I thought. We're getting lost already in our episodes, but it, you know it is a lot of fun. You know, we do these episodes every week, and we're having a good time doing them. Uh, again, you know, if you guys want to, um, you know, follow us on Twitter and go ahead and like our posts and share it, we really appreciate it. And also, you know, again, as always, let us know your thoughts on this topic. Like, you know, how would World War Three play out? What would you guys do? Like, we're interested in hearing about that. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe if we get enough feedback, one day we'll do an episode on on listener feedback, and it'll be kind of cool just to see what you guys think about all the topics. And again, if you guys want to hit us with a suggestion because we are pretty small, so Obviously, we can read comments and all that. You know, it's a perfect time to do it. Um, let us know what you want to talk about next. Maybe we'll like get a suggestion. That'd be kind of cool. It'd just be a new topic to us. Um, but yeah, we do appreciate you listening to the podcast. And as always, you know, every single week, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to what we have to say. Kind of rhymed. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'll just see us over here. All right, guys. Have a good week. Have a good night. Have a good day. As always, we'll see you next time. All right, guys. Take care.